Hello, Matt, Tebby. It's Hi, time for table ben. chat. It's time for table ben. chat once again. Benjamin Albert Sternkey. Good guess. Not not uh, you didn't quite get it though. Bonus. Benjamin mm. Demetrius Sternkey. I know your middle name, Matt. Yes. Uh, what is well, it? I think I do. Jacob. It's Matthew Jacob. I've had to put your name into a number of um, airplane reservations. Uh, government so, forms. Government forms. <laughs> I've had to forge your signature several times. Joking. My real guest is, is uh, Benjamin Lance. It's <laughs> <laughs> not your real guest. <laughs> That, and that is not is not my middle name. So, but that would be so funny if it was. No, my my real guess, <laughs> my real guess is David. Uh, that's a good guess, but that's not it. That's not it. Uh, I'm tempted to just leave it a mystery. A bonus prize if you uh, if you call in the first caller to. Now we don't have a call in show. It's uh, <laughs> it's Benjamin Eric. Benjamin Eric. Oh yeah. Yeah. So okay, Benjamin, Benjamin David Eric. though that that works. It's very Hebrew. I anyway. still am partial to Benjamin Lance. Benjamin Lance. <laughs> Apologies to all the Benjamin Lances out there. How many Benjamin Lances do you think? I don't know. Are? Probably not. Probably not any listening to this podcast. Probably not any. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, oh gosh. Well, folks, we were uh, we were really consistent in these uh, table chats at the beginning, and I think uh, rightly so. Um, it was, uh, you know, it was crazy times. It still is, but you know, then yeah. we were just we were like, "What in the world is going on?" Right. Uh, and so it was helpful to have a little touch point. Uh, I think we only got two of them out last week, and hopefully, we'll do this a little bit more regularly. We have heard yeah. from quite a few people that this is really helpful just to do a quick, yes. you know, five to fifteen minutes on some brief topic. Um, so anyway, so I thought Matt today we would talk about, uh, zoom fatigue. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah. Um, you address this in your email to the church on yep. Wednesday. If you, by the way, if you don't get our email, uh, it comes out on Wednesday morning. You should always get it around eight, eight, eight o'clock, nine o'clock or so on Wednesday morning. Uh, go to our website, thetableindie.org slash, uh, newsletter, I think. Anyway, it's full of uh, good. If you if you consider yourself part of our community, it'd be a good uh, yep. email list to be on. Um, but anyway, Matt, um, uh, you address this uh, in your email. Yeah, I just talked about the things I'm hearing from people. I mean, yeah. since most of our relationships now consist entirely of talking to people through a screen. Yeah, uh, it's like well, we still talk on the phone. We still send text messages and emails. But now, if you want to see somebody else, yeah. We have to use our, you know, our device and then look at them. And then, so you and I, Ben, have been uh, using Zoom and working on Zoom for, you know, five, six years now. Right. And so this is, we we were doing Zoom before it was all, like, mandated. Yeah. But, we were, yeah. We were know. doing Zoom to sort of augment. And also, a lot of our work is with pastors from all around the country. And so, you know, obviously, we can't get together with them. So yeah, right. we were we maybe had a little bit more uh, tolerance built up, but or experience of it, yeah, yeah, experience of it, <clears throat> tolerance built up. But the reality is that now that we've replaced every face to not every, but like outside of your immediate social circle, you know, your family, like outside of that circle, 
every face-to-face relationship has basically been replaced by Zoom, by like a yeah, video call. It has. Which is a huge shift. Yep. And it's jacking with our brains. How so? Well, it's. Uh, I read a couple articles um, this week, and maybe we can put these in. Uh, like if you go to the website and uh, read these, uh, read the show notes, you probably can uh, get links to these. And maybe we'll put them in uh, next week's uh, newsletter as well. But anyway, some really helpful articles about why, like why it is basically saying, number one, Zoom fatigue is real. It is a real neurological, like physiological experience that we are having. Um, yeah. Like in it, in it, it's jacking with the way that we relate to people. Like our relationships, we're, we're realizing now, like our relationships are so much have to do with the body and how we inhabit like physical space together. Like 85 yeah. to 90% of communication is what your body is doing while other people's bodies are doing things. <laughs> and uh, like so much of that is shut off when you're looking at somebody through a screen. Number one, you can only see their face or, or so, you know, approximately right. their face. And it's two dimensional. It's, it's, you know, it's, it, it's not really their, their body in the space, same space as you. So you, like you lose a lot. And I think these articles are basically saying like our minds are working overtime to try to figure out like what's going on <laughs> in every relational reaction. Um, mm. And added to that, like there's this new interference now where if I'm on a video call and Matt, you and I are on a video call right now recording this. Yep. I, I can see your face. I can also see my face. And so that's like this new physical, like uh, neurological interference where it used to be when in, we were in relationship, we're not looking at our own faces. So we're not so conscious of, oh, look, I've got a hair out of place or, you know, <laughs> um, I got some schmutz on my not, beard, you know. Or right. Not yeah. staring at ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. And so there's like this new self-consciousness that comes into every relational interaction. So anyway, so our minds are just like really jacked up and trying to like keep up with this. And I think all that extra effort is basically just emotionally exhausting us. Mm. That's what these articles seem to say. Hmm. Yeah. So if you're feeling it, there's a reason. You're not crazy. Yeah. I mean, Zoom might dri be driving you crazy, but you're not crazy. Yeah. There's nothing like wrong with you if Zoom is not an ideal uh environment for you. Right. Um, it's, it's not <clears throat> ideal for anybody. And yeah, there's something about us and the way that we are as humans that is being, uh, messed with here and we can't do this forever. Like this is, uh, this is bad. <laughs> like this yeah. is bad and we need to get back to face-to-face, uh, -face, you know, relationships, um, as, as soon as is safe to do so. Like it's really important for our humanity. Yeah. I'm wondering, I'm wondering now if like face-to-face -face relationships will forever change. Yeah. That's an interesting. At least thought. for, at least for like a foreseeable future. Hmm. Like, uh, I'm already, I'm already wondering if handshaking will be seen as scandalous or offensive. Hmm. I'm wondering that. I'm wondering if, you know, You'll notice, like, in some Asian cultures, when people have a cold or they're sick, they'll mm -hmm. wear a mask in yeah. public places. It's considered, like, polite, right? It's polite because, yeah. you know, you are you have a cold or you're sick. I'm not. And this is the way that I demonstrate that I care about you is mm -hmm. I wear a mask when I go in public. Mm -hmm. I wonder if the Western world will adopt that. Yeah, I don't know. People uh, people don't you know? like wearing masks. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, 
but yeah, yeah, that, it it uh, it very well could be. It there there. I mean, I think there's some interesting um, stuff to be seen in terms of just how how we emerge from this and how face to face relationships. Because I mean, the other thing I can foresee is just people being so relieved that we can get together again that you know, caution be damned, we might just you know go for it. So I don't right. know. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I'll, uh, if you're interested in reading these articles, I'll, I'll put some, just, uh, reach out or I'll put these links in, uh, in the show notes for this episode. Um, but one of, one of them was written by a guy named Kurt Thompson, uh, who wrote a great book on shame called the soul of shame. Mm -hmm. If you're interested in, uh, if you're interested in exploring that, um, but he has some really practical advice, uh, about how to deal with, um, just the exhaustion that um, this pandemic has brought in uh, specifically in the realm of having to have relationships via screens. Um, Mm. And this, these were really great practical uh, things. And so I thought I'd just read these uh, as a way to just say, Hey, um, so first of all, you're not alone. Um, This really does. uh, uh, It's really bad. (laughs) Yeah. And there's a reason it's tiring. Like we're not meant for this. We're meant for more. Um, this is never going to replace, you know, face-to-face human interaction. Um, but number two, like we have to do this for at least a little bit longer. We don't really know yet, but, um, here's some ways to sort of make it palatable and to sort of cope in the meantime. Mm. Number one, Kurt Thompson says, make it a practice to take at least three, five to 10 minute walks every day. So he says shorter, more frequent movement not only extends your body's movement over the course of the day, but Mm. it gives you something to look forward to throughout the day. And it reduces your anxiety along with your irritation. So if you want your anxiety and irritation to be reduced, uh, maybe take three, five to ten minute walks every day. Um, I take two. Maybe I should add one. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you should, man. Maybe I should. I'm I'm rethinking my life right here. Right in real time, rethinking my life. All right, number two. If possible, change your location of work in your home. So this might be challenging, but different physical, lo- if you're working from home, different physical locations within your home over time gives your body the awareness of movement by virtue of being in a novel or a new location. So that might be something to try. I found myself doing that normally, even even not yeah. in COVID. Because you work from home regularly. Yeah, so yes. I got to like change it up. I go downstairs. I'm in my office. Like right mm-hmm. now we're recording this. I'm laying on my side on my office floor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just, just to switch it up. Holding the microphone like a lounge singer laying on a grand piano, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's immediately the image that came to my mind. So I'm sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, so change your location. Number three, when possible, stand while doing work, uh, especially when using a screen. Um, so this enables your body to work even when you're less mobile, uh, which just helps, uh, just kind of get, keep you in touch with your body. I've seen a lot of people doing this, by the way, uh, now that they have to do all their work via screens, uh, they're starting to set up a standing desk. Yeah. Um, well, that might be a good idea. I've, uh, I've never gotten into that, but maybe I'll try that too. Uh, number four, as you are able, limit the number of people on video calls to three or less. That's interesting. That that might, uh, so these are, these are new for me as well. This may sound unreasonable or impossible, but the fewer people your brain and body has to keep track of, the less tired you will be. Huh? Really? Yeah. That's what, cause he's saying like, 
your brain, part of the reason, this article is saying that part of the reason that you're so tired is your brain and your body are trying to keep track of where people are. And, uh, really? yeah, that's your brain and your body are always doing that. Like in regular social interactions, you're just aware of where people are in the room and what they're doing. And huh. your brain and your body are not used to trying to do this via screen. And so the more people on a call, the more tired you get because your body's like, what's happening? What's happening in the room? What's going on here? Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, isn't that interesting? <clears throat> I think sometimes my wife, like in the middle of my workday, she'll she'll want to talk to me about the kids' schedule or mm-hmm. what we're doing next week. Yeah. And I find that my brain just goes, nope. <laughs> like it's yeah. like I refuse to th- actually consider and think about what she's talking about. And uh-huh. I often I've often just told myself, well, this is just because I'm selfish and I'm a bad husband. Uh-huh. Or, uh, or I've told myself, you know, why does my wife hate my productivity? <laughs> Probably what's actually going on yeah. is that my brain is already at capacity of thinking about people. Mm-hmm. Like I've got, I'm saturated with the number of people I'm, I'm sort of holding together, whether it's, mm. you know, people we're coaching or people in our church or, or, you know, yeah. conversations I've had or the emails I need to respond yeah. to. And like, this is just throwing a whole nother, you know, get bu- bucket of people. Yeah. Into my already full bucket, yeah, full of people, yeah. But you're here, and so it seems like you're available because that, you know, like, like that's what that's what a body and a brain does is like, oh, there's a person yeah. we're we're relating now. You know, we're in the same room. I found that difficult yeah. too to kind of uh, try to set boundaries um, to sort of like, hey, pretend I'm ten miles away. <laughs> you know, at an office. Um, yes. Yeah. All right. So that's one. That one's an interesting one. Number five, greet as many people as you can whenever you are able. What? There is little cost to acknowledging the presence of another person, and we might need to be acknowledged even by strangers. Not only will your thinking mind give and receive it, your body will as well. Because I, 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 th- I heard this one as well, where people were saying, like, you're, when you're in the same room as somebody, your brain is like, okay, you exist. <laughs> Like you're here. Really? Yeah. But on a screen, like I'm using, I use the same screen to talk to people that I'm in relationship with as I do to watch Netflix later. And so your brain is always like, is this real? You know, like, is it, is this really happening? Um, And so greeting, I think what he's saying here is greeting people can help you acknowledge that this is a person. This isn't, I'm not watching a show here. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm talking with a person. Anyway, that one's interesting. Uh, plan for daily singing and worship while standing. <laughs> I kind of like this one. Sing, <laughs> sing along. These are surprising. Uh, these are surprising uh, ad- pieces of advice. These are fun. Um, sing along with your most loved YouTube worship video as a means to use your body to tell your mind and soul that you are quite alive and that you are not alone. Um, so this, this all has to do really? with the way our bodies and our brains are connected. And so singing, singing, standing, standing like, uh, you know, worshiping, like doing all of this while standing basically reminds your body, I'm not alone and I'm quite alive. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> just inside of a screen. Isn't that cool? Um, yeah. All right. Number seven, talk about your anger. Um, there oh. may be nothing more important. Yeah, it, it took a dark turn. Um, there may be nothing more important than having a close friend or counselor validate that your anger is real and isn't crazy. Not to mention that talking to someone about your feelings connects you to another person, which will reduce your irritability and give you a greater sense of agency. Hmm. And the final one is to practice contemplative prayer. 
This form of prayer, especially while standing, strengthens your capacity to live in the present moment, which protects against the irritability that emerges in the face of immobility. Really? Yep. Isn't that fascinating? You know, you know, it's interesting. Um, <clears throat> yesterday, mm-hmm. I decided to go for a walk uh, and pray contemplatively. Yeah. Uh, so I combined a few of those, a few of these. Yeah. You went for a walk to remind yourself you're quite alive. Praying I did. contemplatively. You got one yeah. of your walks in, one of your three walks in for the day. Yeah. 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 I, um, <clears throat> I, I, uh, I actually, uh, I feel like that you can do these, uh, Corona tide, uh, mental health cocktails, you know, <laughs> just, right. just mix you can mix little, them up and a little 10 minute walk, a little contemplation, you know? And uh, all, all you need to add to it now is like, just raise your hands while you're walking and sing a worship song at the top of your lungs. Well, I was standing. So I was doing three of them. I was <laughs> okay. standing, I was yeah. walking and I was uh-huh. contemplative praying. Yeah. I'm wondering if next time I'm uh, angry at Sharon, uh-huh. I can stand and sing to her how mad I am at her. Yeah, and talk, that will improve Talk to her about things. your anger. Yeah. I'm sure that'll be good. I'm right? sure that'll go great. Yeah. If you could record that interaction and send it to me. I am mad. <laughs> I am mad and I'm singing. <laughs> yeah. I'll let you know how that goes. Okay. Yeah. Do, do let us all know. It might be good for my mental health, but mm-hmm. not so good for my marriage. Yeah. Yeah. You got You got to balance some things. Anyway, you can't, you can't have everything. Good. Can't have it. Yeah. It's, you know, <laughs> you got to. Got to weigh which one is more important for you. Pick what you, yeah. yeah. Pick what you want to yes. be the yeah. the strong point this this, this day. <laughs> well, friends, this this one uh, this is probably breaking the record for length now. Uh, and I'm here's what I'm going to say is it's because we haven't released one for like a week, so we're yeah. catching up. We're making up for lost time. Sorry, this one is a little longer than normal. If I don't know if yeah. you're disappointed about that. Um, but all that to say, I think that <clears throat> the capstone that we want to just talk, t- uh, you know, all that advice and everything. Here, here, here's the deal. The reason you're tired is your body is hard at work trying to maintain and cultivate connection and relationship with people. It's mm. really, really hard to do over a screen. You're not meant to do it over a screen. That's why you're yes. that's why you're so tired. But it's work that is not in vain because we are maintaining connection. It's really important for us to do so during Corona Tide, um, so that we have uh, something to continue to cultivate uh, on the other side of this. So. So anyway, yeah. it's a little bit what you said in your email. Like, there's there's a cost to this. Um, this is the yeah. only way we can connect right now, and our it it taxes us immensely. Yes. And yes. so, you know, realize that, recognize that, take that into account. But also, there's an opportunity um, in that. You know, hey, a hundred years ago when the Spanish flu pandemic hit, um, there was no video call, and so uh, I imagine people felt quite alone. Uh, or at least a different kind of alone as, as they do today. So, so there's opportunity in it as well. Um, but just know that that's the reason you're tired. <laughs> it's okay. Everybody's yeah. tired. <laughs> um, yeah. I wonder, I wonder if, uh, I wonder if there was a difference in, in how they quarantined for the Spanish flu. Mm-hmm. I read, a, I've read a couple things about it. They, uh, they didn't like it. They, there was just as many shenanigans going on back then as there are today. Um, yeah, they had, uh, they had people on the uh, courthouse steps, the machine guns, demanding that Wendy's reopen. Yeah, they uh, maybe 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 not quite that, but there was something I read <laughs> the other day that was uh, they encouraged everybody to wear masks because it it was like oh apparently this is really helpful, 
And there was like a, an actually something called an anti-mask league that started where people were like, no, we won't wear them. So anyway, so I'm yeah. a lot of that kind of thing. Just people, it's really hard to be constricted like this. And I, you know, it kind of goes against the whole idea America was founded on autonomy, individualism. Right. So if you're going to tell me and, I can't do this. Yeah, then, rights and freedoms. Yeah. 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 So anyway. Yeah, man. Anyway, friends, I look forward to seeing you on a uh, future Zoom call. Ironically enough. Ironically enough. That's probably the next time that we're going to see each other. And um, we'll be in touch as we get new announcements um, about gathering possibilities and how we're going to navigate all that. But miss you all and hope to see you soon. Peace. Bye-bye.